everybody, this is Matt with Nelso. I uh, just wanted to say thanks to everybody that's listening today. And um, I'm here with Andy Foster and Ben Candy with, from Timber Creek Dock and Lift. So, Ben, how are you? Good to have you. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Uh, hi, Andy. Hi. Uh, we're doing good. Yeah, the sun's shining. Snow's melting. We're going going towards spring, which is a good thing. Good. I'm uh, I'm a little thrown off. People don't know we're probably doing a video chat right now, but uh, Ben's wearing a ball cap, and I don't get to see that very often. So it's good to see Ben in a, a Twins ball cap. So thick in spring. Yes, straight bill. Yeah, exactly, straight bill. You're tucked in just like me. I love it. Uh, so today's today's podcast, I, I just want to touch base with with Ben, and I think Ben wanted to to come touch base with Nelson also. Um, I, it's this COVID-19 pandemic is, is whatever it's causing situations for everybody. We're just trying to figure out it now. So who's doing what, uh, how are they taking care of the different situations? And we're going to basically interview Ben and maybe Ben a little bit us and uh, just kind of figure out and give uh, Doc and this guys in the industry, just a little bit of uh, different perspectives. So Ben, with that, I'm just going to lead in with, uh, are you conducting business, business as usual today, or do you, like, have you made some big changes? Just kind of give us a quick snapshot of Timber Creek Dock and Lift and, and what precautions or, or just what you're doing today differently than before. Sure. Uh, well, thanks for bringing up this this topic and being willing to talk about it. I think I've got lots of calls from other dock guys that are wondering kind of the same stuff, uh, so I appreciate you kind of stepping up in this area. Uh, so for us, we went through the process of trying to identify whether we, whether it was okay for us to work, uh, or not okay for us to work. And that alone is a little bit of a challenge, um, because it didn't seem like there was a definitive answer to that, but we went through the process of, um, trying to identify what industry code through the, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's the national or North American industry code standard, something like that. Uh, so, so we, we identified uh, a code associated with boat lift installers and then cross-referenced that with uh, a Minnesota Department of Labor document that indicated whether those codes uh, were considered essential workers or not. So I think that's a confusing thing for us, just as we make the decision about um, we can't feel good that we're essential to uh, in the way that we would maybe define it, um, to, to things functioning. Um, but I, I do, that's, we're kind of playing by the rules as we understand that the state has set forward so that we are okay to work. So what we've done here is we've closed the showroom. Uh, and this time of year, we only have two people in the office, myself and one other person. And she didn't move. Jamie is her name. She moved her stuff to her home, uh, brought her desktop computer there uh, and she's working from from her home we have not forwarded calls since I'm here still some but she's checking voicemails and re- returning returning emails from home and then our guys uh, are working in the shop assembling products uh, doing service work on stuff that's here uh, and there's only three guys we have one older gentleman uh, who wanted to just be home. He would be closer to the high risk side of things. So he wanted to do that. Uh, and I respect that. And even with all of our guys, uh, all of our service guys, we, we didn't require them to work. We just said, you, you can do 
what you're comfortable doing and uh, work if you want to work now. If, if things seem to get a little bit more um, scary or intense or close to home, we're welcome to have conversations on a regular basis and let people make the decision that's best for them. Um, but I think we kind of tried to understand what's the intent of what the government's trying to suggest, uh, or kind of the, the spirit of what they're trying to do and kind of honor that in the way that we try to do our work. So not very much interaction. We're not really doing anything off the premises. Um, you know, our guys, and it's not that they're working on different corners of the property, but just minimizing as much contact as we can. Uh, so that's our kind of our, our attack or our plan for right now. Awesome. So I've, I've talked to quite a few dock and lift guys myself and actually some uh, marine dealerships and then that sort of thing also here. So I've, I've heard a lot of interesting things. Uh, and obviously you've taken precautions at elite industries also here to, uh, the, the social distancing, right? So I'm just going to ask you a specific question here. So I've heard a couple of people actually, uh, when you come into an office, you have to stand at the doorway or I've heard even people putting tape on the floor or whatever. You can't get this close or at a workstation, right? When, when you come up to that workstation, you have to be behind this point. Have you taken those kind of measures at your shop with, with the guys in the back or no? No, we haven't done any, anything that's probably that official. Um, okay. One is we've tried to just talk about even life outside of work here and not, not try to control anybody's life, but just say, you know, guys, what's going on? Are you, are you out and about? Are you, are you, you know, what, what kind of activities are, are people, are they coming in contact with that's outside here? And obviously we don't know, um, kind of what our exposure can be, but try to just understand it. Uh, and, um, so I guess we haven't, we haven't taken any steps to do any kind of like physical, create any physical, uh, separation with the intent of like measuring distances or anything like that. Okay. Um, so how about, I know like at Elite, right? So we, we've done an implemented protocol with, um, I, I know a lot of dock and lift companies might not have, uh, the number of employees that we have here, but yeah, just things like I make sure I personally walk to the shop and I clean every door handle and I wipe off the handle to the toilet and I wipe off the, the faucet on the sink, right? I physically make sure that, um, the employees here see me do that, right? It, it kind of sets a statement because I believe that maybe in the next few weeks here it's going to get pretty serious or it's going to be different. I mean, my opinion on what's going on changes by the hour about a, a week later, right? So I, I just, I want them to feel safe coming to work. Um, I want them to feel protected. Uh, we all know that some, some employees have the opinion like whatever, right? But when you get to those higher risk employees, it, it, it they might not say it, Right, a little bit of, of peer pressure, or peer pressure, but but I just want to I, I want to let everybody know that we're taking this serious and that we we do we do care and we want to make sure ultimately I think as a business owner um, we don't have make any silly mistakes that allow us if you do deem yourself essential that would allow us to uh, put someone at risk or shut the doors later, right? Because we were weren't doing practicing. Uh, social distancing or something that makes someone stop our shop, right? So, um, let me think if I can about that. Um, yep. A conversation we had was if we decided to stay home, um, 
just because we thought it was a it increases the the health safety side of things yeah. um, for this two week period. Let's just assume who knows what will happen, but let's just assume our shelter in place order was only going to only going to be in place for uh, the two weeks. So, but we didn't have to necessarily. Um, one of my thoughts was, well, if I'm going to tell my guys that in order to give you good care and have interest in your health, we're going to let you not work for two weeks. But let's say the shelter in place gets extended, but now we get open water. Am I going to then change my tune and go, well, your health isn't that, that, that important to me anymore because now we need to work. <laughs> and that was one of the things. That was just one of the things that we talked about here is, yeah. you know, we want to be responsible whether it lasts two weeks or whether it lasts two months. Uh, and what does that look like and how can we do our best with that? But I think that I personally feel that could be a little conflicting to an employee because it looks like I'm going to, I'm going to have your best interest uh, in mind until they potentially interfere with my best interests or excuse me, your, your best interest in mind until they interfere with my best interests. Right. Um, and I'm not saying I, I'm really looking down at anybody, but that was that was the conversation we had in, inside in our own office. Yep, I, I I like it, and it's I think it's questions that every doc and this business owner has gone through. Like, uh, okay, and I I want to go a little bit farther than what you just said too. Um, okay, so all that's fine and dandy, you know, in the office, I still isn't out. Say that you were going to go out on the barge. And um, whether you know the governor deems us essential or not, right? What would what are steps that uh, Timber Creek is going to take to um, maybe you know keep that social distancing when you get on the boat when you get on the barge? Is there have you guys talked about that? We have not talked about that, uh, and I I don't to be honest with you I don't know if I mean I'm. I'm sure it, it may come up, but I don't know if you're talking about, I, I'm, I'm just being a little facetious, but like designating a spot where each person has to stand when they drive in between jobs. Um, I mean, I just don't know what is the, like the safe or suggested way of doing that and whether it's necessary. Um, you know, I know that our guys, guys wear gloves in the, in the springtime, you know, when they're on the water. So that's a portion of it. Um, but to be honest with you, I don't know how, how nervous to be about that kind of interactions outside. So um, I don't have a good answer for you. Sorry. Have you heard things from other guys? What I mean, or what's your feeling about it? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think here's what I've learned over, over this and talking to, to multiple documents, to business owners. Um, everyone has a different opinion. And I think if one thing is for sure on this whole deal, because I don't know that anything is for sure with this, right? But I think the one thing that is for sure is everybody has a different opinion and every business owner is going to have to interpret whatever they need to interpret on their own, right? And definitely by no means do, do I want this podcast today. I think I, I think you have the same opinion here. Like, uh, even though we're discussing this, I definitely don't want it to come across like this is the law and this is the way it should be, right? Because I, 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 I just don't believe that... Um, Things just change too quick, right? And, and I just think that every business owner is going to have to make their own decision on what what needs to happen with social distancing, what, what needs to happen with are we going in the water, are we not? All those different things need to happen internally uh, on a company-by-company basis. Would you agree? Yeah, I, think I would for sure agree with that. And 
Uh, I, I think it's just a, a sign of how unprecedented this is that, I mean, there's, there's confusion or things changing, um, really every direction you look. Well, I mean, well beyond the dock and lift world. Uh, so it's a little bit of trying to, you know, that same, uh, building air, you're building the airplane as you're flying it. That's for sure true in this case. Yeah, I agree. So back to your question. So yes, I've talked to a few different companies. Uh, some of them are really reserved and other ones have discussed it and talked about, um, you know, even having multiple boats, right? Uh, whether you had a crane boat or a port barge or a J hook or whatever you have, but there's a lot of docking of companies that have multiple barges in their fleet, right? And I've talked to a couple of business owners that are, are saying, well, here's the deal. I know this guy and this guy are buddies, or I know this guy and this guy are family, and I'm going to put those two guys on the boat together. They, they can, I can change my business plan to let those two guys go work on that boat, and I'm going to work with my boat over here because my two guys are in the shop with me or whatever. So I've had some of those conversations I thought was pretty unique and actually a pretty good idea to just, you know, okay, we, we do want to protect our employees. We want to make sure, we want to make sure the business is here. We want to keep them safe. We, if we do decide to go out there and, and uh, go in the field and work, we, we do want to keep those things in mind. Right. So I, to be honest with you, that's about the extent that I've heard as far as that's probably one of the best ideas I've heard if you're out there to work and you do want to social distance. I think that's, that's one of the best that I've heard. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So to go all the way back to something that you brought up at the beginning of this podcast, uh, I don't know whether you call it uh NAICS code. Uh, here's what I know. So it's census.gov is, is the website. Okay. And within census.gov, every one of us business owners has a chance to classify our business with not only one of those codes, but if you, if multiple of those codes, when you actually read what it's all about and what it's for, uh, any business can technically deem themselves with a couple different codes if they need to, whichever one's best describe their business, because every business is a little bit different, right? Some, some document businesses are service only. Some do shoreline repair, some do uh, sales, some do not, right? So every every one uh, uh, business can be slightly different, right? Um, what you said before about, you know, finding out which code you are, all those different things, we've posted that on the NALSO Facebook um, page. We've also posted on the NALSO website. And I think um, NALSO's stance on this, and thank you for bringing this up, Ben, is... Um, we're putting the information out there so that a doc and this company business owner can go there. And if they haven't heard about this yet, they can go either, you know, make their own decision on if they're deemed essential or not. So I appreciate mm-hmm. you bringing that, bringing that up. I imagine that, uh, that a number of different companies have doc and lift work as a portion of what they do too. So we can't just as a blanket term, say, Anybody who dock and, does dock and lift work is going to fit under the same one, which is just a little extension to what you just said. But, you know, there's guys that are doing boat work or landscaping or lawn care or whatever it is, and that could influence that code, I think. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so do you have a plan or what is your plan for the next few weeks? Like, do you have a, a date in your mind where you're like, okay, April April 5th at 7, 12 p.m., I'm going to do this? Or is it more of a free-floating thing? Do you have... Um, you know, a plan, a plan to go through the next couple of weeks. Are you going to see how things transpire? Where are you on that? Uh, 
So I think our plan would, would, the only way it would really look different than business as usual, other than what I already mentioned about some staff working from home or people that feel uncomfortable working right now. But that, that, so really right now we would have, if this was all normal, uh, we would have myself and five others working right now. One, one chooses not to work. One is working from home. Three are here and then I'm here. Uh, three guys on the shop and then I'm here. And, uh, I think we'll continue, continue that, um, for sure for as long as the shelter in place is, is in, in effect. Um, but I have, I do have four new people that we're hiring. I contacted them today and said April 20th is when we would want them to start. Um, so because I think that we'll be real close to open water by that time, um, I think that if the shelter in place was still in, in, in effect, we would keep our showroom closed uh, and, and Jamie would continue to work from home uh, to try to minimize that kind of uh, not critical contact with folks. Um, and I think that we're going to refrain from uh, doing most of our, our deliveries uh, which is something that we would do across the ice right now. And not that we have a lot of interaction, but it just presents opportunities to be out and about that either raises questions from people seeing us do work. Uh, and I think maybe could stir the pot a little bit in that. Are we essential? Are we not? Should we be working? And it just prevents those people from questioning it. Uh, and it also prevents some potential interaction with, with folks who are employees. So uh, I would say until the 20th, if the shelter in place is still in effect, it would be three guys in the shop working, myself here, Jamie working from home, uh, no customer interaction for the most part. Uh, that's kind of our approach. So is that kind of what you're thinking? Yeah, so I, I guess I'm going to point it back just to clarify. So if the shelter in place gets extended, uh, you're not going to have your crews out on the water? No, we will have them out on the water at okay. that time. But we want to we wanna try to, um, like, abide, again, abide by the idea of what they're doing, minimizing contact when it's not necessary. And okay. we, don't have, we don't really have to be off the property right now. Um, once, once there was open water, uh, we, would, we would go to the lake and we would bring on those new guys, new employees. Okay. Um, okay, so I'm gonna get go off script here, and I'm gonna get a little bit personal, and I don't. Uh, you can choose to answer or not, right? So sure. I'm, I'm intrigued, business owner to business owner, right? Whether I'm a doc and lift uh, installer anymore or not, are you still paying your employee that kind of self deemed himself high risk? No. Um, for really because I think that he has the option to go on unemployment and. I mean, possibly, as I understand some of these things, maybe even make more than if he was working. Um, and he's comfortable navigating that. And uh, he is making his decision with uh, more focus on his health than it is about money, just because of his stage of life. Um, so I didn't, I didn't, he and I actually, frankly, didn't have really any discussion about that. Um, but, but he is one that if he, if he thought that he should be getting paid, he would certainly bring it up. And I wasn't skirting it, but I, um, you know, he's been on unemployment for the winter time. And he's he's a guy that pays attention to what's going on. So, as I understand that folks can can get 
their basic unemployment, uh, whatever their rate or wage is for a week, plus some additional amount up to $600. Um, you know, I think he's comfortable with that, but he would stay home whether I paid him or unemployment paid him. It wouldn't make any difference. He's just choosing to stay home for his health reasons. Okay. So, so not, let, let's not use him specifically here. But okay. this brings up a really interesting point that I've had, I've had many conversations uh, about. Okay? So in an industry that's already hard to find employees, we uh, either choose to or they self-quarantine, if you will, or they, they go home and choose not to work, which I think we're all okay with, right? When it comes time and if we do decide to go in the water and we laid off employees and unemployment at this, this, uh, this time is pretty outstanding in my opinion, uh, does it scare you that the employee potentially can make more at home than they make at work? Are you scared that they won't come back because of that? Uh, no. And I don't know enough about unemployment, but I think that when you have work that is an option uh, to take, part of the unemployment rule is that you're supposed to take it, you know, regardless of what the wages are. So if you're, if you're invited back to work, from a layoff time, I don't, I mean, I think that it would have to be in their moral or ethical decision to, to say, no, I want to stay on unemployment. Uh, and I, I would hope that we could communicate about kind of the, the work that needs to get done and being part of the team that, that they would not choose to try to kind of finagle their way uh, out of work based on that unemployment pay. Awesome response. It couldn't have been any better. That was that was great. So just to kind of wrap things up, Ben, I think their last question um, today would be: Are you doing anything different, or what are you doing to to Are you maintaining cash or at this point? Um, at this point, are you concerned about that inventory type types of things? Right, uh, that would be number one, um, and that that kind of just ties into cash flow itself, right? Just kind of give us a little bit of snapshot, if you would about Timber Creek Dock and Lift and, and kind of where you're at. Sure. Um, so we operate with a line of credit, uh, and it's, you know, we, we had assumed that we're going to need some of that throughout this, like, in a regular year, uh, that we would need some space in there to get through just the movement of cash during this time of, of year. Uh, so there's some space there, but we, we have been intentional about um, preseason orders and, communicating with vendors about whether we can extend any, any due dates on anything. So, you know, stuff, some of the vendors have a due date that's dated June 1st or May, May 15th or whatever the date would be. Uh, and just saying, we don't know that we need it now, but in the event that we do, could we extend that anyway? Is that something you're considering offering to, to your, um, to your dealers? And, uh, I think that they will do that. Um, at least the ones that we'll, we'll interact with. Uh, I was also able to, to put on hold a preseason order that we hadn't, hadn't been fully delivered yet without it impacting, uh, you know, the discounts that we get because of making it, um, which I thought was a good thing for a, a manufacturer or a vendor to do. Um, yeah, so, it's, so I, I think that that's part of the, that's the biggest concern that, and then, postponing hiring these guys or bringing them on uh, until a later date. In a normal year, we'd have them working by now. Um, 
partly just to get them up to speed and expedite some of the work that we're doing. So knowing that, knowing that that payroll is probably the biggest, biggest hit to the, to the paycheck, uh, or excuse me, to the, um, to the wallet throughout this time now when you're not really making much short of sales, uh, that's why we decided to hold off and bring those guys on. Sales, sales. Um, we talked. Uh, it was a pretty short discussion, but about the the top side of, of cash flow, the revenues, and whether we thought we could motivate anybody to make purchases during this time. And we just agreed in our office that that was unlikely to happen. You know, they they weren't going to be super stressed out about money, but we can get twenty percent off a of boat left, so let's buy it now. So we decided not not to do that. Um, so we for sure have a decrease year to date from the previous year. We would be down in, in our sales business. Um, but I think more for at least the people that I talk to, that's more of a kind of a pause button than a, than a no at this time. So it seems like the part of cash flow that we can most easily manage is the outflow of money um, and until we need to address the the inflow of money portion of it. And that's through not bringing on those new people. Um, and then talking about future payments that are big payments that would have to be due later and trying to extend those. Awesome. Well, Ben, thanks for your time. I think if you're willing, um, I'd love, I'd love to do another podcast with you. And I think maybe, uh, you know, the content of that next podcast, which kind of tie into where we left off, right. Uh, like the new plans being released, the PPP plan, uh, maybe existing loans, lines of credits with uh, lenders being willing to defer payments, all those different things. So if you're willing, I'd love to have you back, and uh, we really appreciate your time today. Yeah, you bet. I'd be happy to do it. Thanks for your, thanks for your efforts in bringing clarity for, to, to some of this stuff for folks. Sounds great, Ben. We appreciate it. Thank you much. Have a good day. Right. You too.